Hi, and welcome back to an all-new episode of Real Talk with Pastor Brad and Christy Webb. Today, we have a little treat for you. We have a guest who is no other than Miss Annie. So we are so excited for you to hear what she has to say and what this episode's about. So let's go ahead and start. Here are your hosts, Pastor Brad and Christy. Hello, Christy. Welcome, Annie. Hi, how are y'all? It is great to be here today. We're good. We're excited it's a rainy day, it. so we're good to be in the, the dry. So we're excited about this episode today. We're going to go back and dive a little bit deeper into one that we shared a few weeks ago, and uh, we invited Annie in, and Annie is coming in for several reasons. Because um, we just like her. We like Annie <laughs> She's just awesome. And uh, <laughs> Annie is, um, one of the reasons that Christy and I are doing this is because of Annie. And uh, she was the encouragement. <laughs> this is all your fault. It is. It is. She was the encouragement that kind of really got us going. Um, Annie and I had some conversations. If you do not know this, Annie is my niece. And so we had some conversations about the old podcast that I used to do back in the day. Uh, I did them by myself and would occasionally bring in a guest host. And um, we just began to talk to one day. Annie is a person who really values podcasts a lot. And, uh, and so we did a little trial run on one and sent it to her, and she gave us some feedback. And so, Annie, number one, welcome today. Thank you for the encouragement a year ago. Wow, can you believe we've been doing this over a year or so? I love it. Thanks for having me. It's so much better with Christy. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> the story of my life. Better with Christy. See, that's why I love Annie. Honesty right there. Better together. <laughs> yeah, that's yes. right. And so, um, number one, we're on the air. We're coming to you each week because of her encouragement. And so secondly, if you love it, thank you, Annie. If yeah. you hate it, it's Annie's fault. <laughs> if you wish it to go away, uh, you can just delete us and quit listening to us, but don't send Annie hate mail. So, um, <laughs> Also, Annie's here um, because when we did this episode a few weeks ago, I think three weeks ago, um, and we will be re-airing this um, if you want to refresh yourself, um, you can stop and go back and listen to it and then come back. But... Um, when we finished that episode, it just really resonated with me where we are. And so many things have happened even since that episode that are so heavy uh, in the world. And um, I, I wanted to go deeper um, on that subject. We, it was kind of our personal story, how we ended up where we are. But I want to go deeper on that. And Annie um, has, has done the time. And um, has made it through <laughs> college and graduate school, and now you're a, a professional yeah, counselor. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do every day. Yeah, so I just finished up with my master's in May um, in clinical mental health counseling, and so I'm a provisional licensed professional counselor right now. Um, and Waiting on the results. Yeah, correct. we are literally, we should get them this week um, to see if I pass my national exam. So, you know. If I failed. No, we have be on the record. Uh, <laughs> no, you we, passed flying colors. Uh, yeah. I saw it myself. <laughs> Believe me. We have every um, confidence that you did. Yeah, but that. so now I work um, as a therapist at the Children's Advocacy Network, and I do trauma therapy with kids, and I love it. And I'm super excited to get to talk to you guys about this topic. Well, and we're so excited about that. And the third reason that she's in is because Christy and I have been blessed by the church, and we have some extended time off this summer. And so Annie <laughs> is going to be hosting one of the weeks that we're off. And so we wanted to get her in the studio today with Bree and uh, 
get familiar with it. And um, also, Pastor Vincent from Circle Church will be one of our other guest hosts. And so, um, we're be so technical and all. She had to experience it once before she could like just fall into it. Well, we wanted to catch the groove. So yeah, yeah. So if I bomb this time, I'll get better. Yeah, that's it. That's it. If, if you bomb this run. time, you can blame it on us. So, right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fault, for sure. So. That's a good... And if good you bomb principle. another time, you can blame it on Bree because she'll be with you. So Not before we <laughs> jump into our topic, <laughs> we are excited because uh, we have spent our week moving the twins home, update on our family. And so uh, they have graduated college. We have graduated the first grade, the fourth grade, and college all in one week. It uh, all we happened. Have been, we have been it's, moving it's and shaking. It's been an epic week in our family. Yeah. Sounds tiring. Yes. It, 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 it has been. been. <laughs> we are tired. It has been an adventure. So, so we're excited. But um, today we are so so thankful for what God's doing in our lives and in your lives. And um, today, one of our main purposes is we hope to be relevant. If you spend time, if you spend 25, 30 minutes listening to us, we hope you'll have a little chuckle at our expense. But also, we hope that you will find something of relevancy. And we'll be able to take that and to apply it to your life. And so today we wanted to circle back on that subject because we were talking about a heavy heart. And how do we deal with a heavy heart? Because we live in the context of a world and a culture where it is impossible to not encounter adversity, encounter things that really set you back. And, you know, one of the things that we talked about was how God so uniquely made us um, that he made us with. A, a part, you know, and he, and he gave us that, and I just, to be able to love him and to show love, and we have all these capacities to show love, and and I wanted to bring Annie in today because, um, number one, you have overcome some victories, some hurdles in your life, and you have obtained some victories, and um, you have you have walked through a lot of this personally, and, um, and now you're doing it professionally, and you're helping other people. I think one of the greatest things in all the world is whenever uh, we take our, our things that may seem like our setbacks, and God uses them as a way to propel us forward and to help other people. And so, so with that being said, when we go back to that, you know, man, if you have people are the world's worst in two ways. Number one, if they, if they have the slightest thing medically— it's wrong with them. They will drive two, three, four states away to see a doctor who somebody recommended that they may be able to help them. Or a clinic that they've heard of. Or a clinic that they heard of. Matter of fact, they could say, hey, we don't know. They got this experimental treatment over here, some experimental medicine. You want to come try it? Sure, I'll go down to Mexico and get it and try it. You know, and it's like <laughs> you're so desperate to take care of our physical ailments that could array from many different things. And um, people go to so extreme measures to take care of things that ill us, cause ill to us <laughs> physically. I was messing that up there. And um, they go to all these extremes. But yet when they are struggling emotionally and psychologically, man, they just come up with this old pull yourself up by the bootstrap adage. I can't let anybody know I'm struggling. You know, I, I, I got I to cover all this up. And um, I got to put my best foot forward. The second thing, and I'm going to be quiet and let these ladies talk. The second thing that drives me crazy is it's the same way in abusive situations. You know, like if somebody is physically abusing somebody and um, it like that gets all the attention physically. And no, and ladies so many times or, or whoever in this world, but will will be more apt to leave and get out of a domestic violence physically abusive situation 
and will have all the backing and support from family in that situation versus somebody who's being abused every day emotionally and Mm -hmm. verbally and psychologically. And it's like when they're in that context, it's like they think, I don't, it it just changes everything. So that's kind of where we are. And I want to jump in on this because at what point, and Annie, you can circle back and say anything you want to, to any of that or Christy, but at what point is enough enough? And you say, I got to go get some help. I got to talk to somebody more than a friend. Yeah, so so first I do want to say um obviously I listened to the the previous episode and um before we before we started I was telling Brad and Christy but it really had so much good information in it. Um even about just like how you ended on the medication management note, you know, it's so important for people to just be stable to receive treatment and therapy. But as far as like when do you know when you really need help um from a professional, I think it's pretty simple in terms of just when is something hindering your functioning? When are you unable to cope anymore? Um, because lots of times, like you're saying, there we we have this phrase, right? Like pull yourself up by your bootstraps. Because sometimes that works. Like sometimes mm. you really just need Suck to it have, up. yeah, yeah. So for me, it's the Tammy talk. Um, Tammy's my mom, and she gives me the hard talks and tells me to pull that myself person, up. Yeah, that one person, sometimes. Right. And um, that's true. You know, sometimes you really go through things and you just need someone to tell you like, okay, stop feeling sorry for yourself. Like we need to get to it. Um, But then there are lots of times where we just need additional help and we can't get through things by ourselves. And, um, you know, that's so biblical in the sense of having support um, from, from your community, but also just being aware of what is your, your day-to-day functioning normally look like, you know, and when that begins to change or you're getting to a place where coping is obviously becoming very difficult for you, then, you know, just like you're saying, we'll, we'll go all over for, for help with physical needs, but not with our mental or emotional needs. And that's so crazy to me because also a lot of mental, um, struggles present in the form of physiological symptoms. So like even in the assessments that we do um, as counselors, a lot of the questions geared toward determining if someone would be struggling with anxiety or depression or trauma or really any type of mental um, issue also has physiological symptoms, right? So it'll present in in forms of stomach aches, headaches, um, shortness of breath, rapid heart rate, things like that. But, But I think the biggest thing is just like keeping your pulse on what's normal for you. What is it? What does it look like in your day to day life? And when is your your functioning inhibited? Um. <laughs> and I think it's important to like Brad was talking about physical abuse, and you walk away from it, but not necessarily mental or psychological or whatever. And I think it's a little bit at a time. A lot of times that you know they have to realize that they have been taking a little bit at a time for so long that that becomes their normal. Yeah. And at some point they just have to stand up and say, I don't want this to be my normal mm-hmm. anymore. Um, and they, you know, it, it's easy to see a bruise or a broken bone or whatever, but you can't see what's going on in your mind. So you're thinking, well, nobody know. you know, you can hide it a lot more. Mm-hmm. And I think it, it, like Annie said, you have to know yourself because I, it, I can tell you this is not right, this is not right, this is not right. But in your mind, if it's still right and it's okay, you're not going to seek help. Yeah. But you just have to take a, a good, honest look at yourself or get the Tammy person in your <laughs> life. Call in the Tammy person and say, look, 
is this normal? Mm-hmm. Is it normal for this person to talk to me like this? Mm-hmm. Is it normal for this person to, you know, ignore me for six months and then talk to me again? Yeah. Am I just going through that stage or, you know, because different life patterns, you know, in different parts of your life or different um, relationships in your life, this may be normal. Mm-hmm. But if you and your real person say this is not normal or even if it is normal for them it should not be normal for you this is not what you want your life to be like then that a lot of it is you know we're taught so much and it just brings me back to the physical symptoms right like all, all your life you're brought to the dentist you're brought to the doctor if you have any type of physical pain we say oh that's a problem we need to get help right now and your parents bring you somewhere um but when we have these emotional pains one we don't have the the language to even say okay, I'm feeling a lot of anxiety right now and it's becoming a problem um, or I'm having, you know, these depressive symptoms. But then even if we're able to articulate that somehow, we're so unfamiliar with what does that look like to get help? Um, or part, where do you go? I mean, you, you yeah. know. And like, what are the logistics? You know what I mean? Because I, I hear people say all the time, like, oh yeah, like you need to talk to someone. And it's like, yeah, but like, how do you do that? How do you find a therapist that's going to be licensed? Someone that's going to be a good fit for you? someone that's going to make a treatment plan and stick to it um, and that you're really going to make progress with them. Right. Because if you go to a doctor, say you go to your family care doctor, they're Mm going to say, oh, well, you need a cardiologist. Right. Let me refer to you to a cardiologist. Yeah. How do you do that? What do you go? What steps do you take if you say, I need, like, you're not just going to look up family counselor or maybe you do. I don't know. (laughs) Um, Do you just look them up in the phone book? Like, you know, you go to a new city, you can look up family doctor. So I, I think the best thing to do is like, just like you would, if you're having some type of physical ailment, you start with like a general practitioner and then you get referred to kind of a specialist start with a psychologist, go and get a real evaluation, and they're going to be able to give you diagnosis. They're going to be able to tell you, okay, you're having a depressive episode, or, um, you know, you're having generalized anxiety, whatever the thing is, and then from there, you can find treatment. And one, your psychologist should always give you good referrals, but even if they don't, like, psychologytoday.com is a great website to just start with. You can plug in your insurance, you can plug in specific needs. If you um, and you can do a lot of self-evaluation there, you know, I mean, like, you remember Abby keeps diagnosed herself with seasonal depression, you know, and <laughs> yes. so, but I mean, the same way, like you go on there, I mean, cause today when we, Web that, that's a very good part though, Abby, because I mean, <laughs> because today in the world we live in when something's wrong, first thing you do is Google it. Yeah. Like, like the other day we was, WebMD. Here, WebMD fixes my me. dad <laughs> is 76 years old. And he's showing me YouTube videos how to fix stuff. So, I mean, when you're 76 and going to Google for the answer, you know, I mean, like, but there is so much Mm -hmm. that will help you start through, you know, and you'll begin to, I mean, I do have eight of the 10 symptoms or six of the 10 or whatever. And so I do think that's a great place to start. Mm -hmm. You know, you can kind of self-evaluate that way, a self-checklist. And man, if you realize you have more of the symptoms than you have less than then yeah you need to find somebody to, a, a pathway to start yeah or a psychologist somebody. may tell you you're totally fine you know what I mean that's the yeah. other part is if you just go it'll take so much weight off of you to say like if a psychologist evaluates you and they say hey I think you're you're, you're coping good. well yeah you're having some symptoms and that's normal and that's a part of life right that we have anxiety or depression and um, so we had the um uh, uh heard this story the other day of somebody who went to the emergency room for a cut and after waiting there for like four hours, the doctor came in here and said, you waited all this time for that? You know, and so uh, it's, 
it's like you go, and if you don't need it, that's fine. I remember uh, the when I went for counseling and help, um, um, I started feeling some of the same symptoms mm-hmm. that I had felt before, and so I knew I knew that 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 was not normal. Mm-hmm. And so um, a friend of mine asked if I could get his pastor in to see this guy, and so I called to ask a favor and get him in. And I said, by the way, let me ask you a question. Is there a book I can read, or do I need to come in for a checkup, or what? And and here's the things I'm 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 sensing again that I don't like. And uh, so he he talked to me for about ten minutes on the phone. He's like, "No, nah, you don't need a book, or you don't need to come in for a checkup. You need to change the way you do in life." Right. right. And what had happened is at that point I was you know had went from pastoring a church of just a few people to pastoring a church of four hundred, mm-hmm. and then I, like I had to change the way I was doing life with people mm-hmm. because it was creating Stressing you out it was creating the, yeah negative issues in my life that was then triggering things that had happened in the past that was similar mm-hmm. it's like here's some boundaries that you can put in so that's a good yeah. point you know because i walked away from that conversation thinking thank you lord i'm not as bad as i once was you know and so that's, yeah. that's a very good point so and just like you're saying, like knowing your symptoms. I mean, one of the biggest things that I work with, and this is, you know, with tiny kids, is just learning how does your body feel and being able to put, like I said, like language to that. That way you're knowing when, you're, when your things are at a place, right? You're knowing when you're in an unhealthy spot. And just like Chrissy was saying earlier, like what's, what's right with you? You know, you're knowing when you're out of line. And this really takes... Two things are coming up in my mind as we continue talking about this is mm-hmm. you have to be honest with yourself yeah, and real with yourself. I mean, you can't mm-hmm. like, uh, you know, do, what it, water it down or whatever. You yeah. have to be real. This is a real thing. This is really happening. And then you have to have the strength or the courage. And you may not have to have that every day, but you have to have it with that one real person. Because if you go to your mom, like you said, your mom's your person. If you go to your mom and you tell her that this watered down version that you have in your mind, right? It goes back to being honest. You have to be honest with yourself. Should mm-hmm. I go to this person and say this stuff? But when you get to that person, you have to say, "No, this is all of it." Mm-hmm. You can't say, "Well, here's you know, fifty percent <laughs> of it, and the rest of it doesn't really matter." Do you think yeah. this fifty percent is normal? Mm-hmm. Because it's all encompassing. Is that yeah. one thing you know that you're not wanting willing to tell? That's a good point. Sometimes we become obsessed with the wrong thing. You know, like one part will obsess us so bad. And I remember mm-hmm. at one of my lowest points, Annie's Tammy looked at me and said, "Brad, you're not living a fairy tale." Mm-hmm. You know, and like that has resonated with me for all these years. Like, get it together. You're not a fairy tale, mm-hmm. you know. And so sometimes we we get this fairy tale mentality, and it's not that everything is terrible. It's that things just are going a different way in your life, and you have to be able to adjust with that. But sometimes, if you don't have the ability to cope with that, and it keeps compounding, then that's when it gets really tricky. Yeah, definitely. And like, I just have developed kind of as a good practice for myself is like when I feel the symptoms right when I am feeling anxiety come up and I know what that looks like specifically for me what are the things that I do when I'm starting to get anxious and that's starting to be overwhelming then I also have like a list of coping mechanisms that I just walk through and at the point where I go through you know these 10 things and they're not working then I'm like oh that's time for me to me to call my therapist and get in with her um and that's just like Pretty standard too is when you're seeing your that I 
find that all the time, especially like with adolescents that I work with, they'll say like, well, I didn't really think that I needed therapy because I have such good friends. I have people to talk to, but that's not what a therapist is. You know what I mean? Like a counselor that you're seeing should not just be talking to you. They're working through a treatment plan the same as if, as any other medical um, professional would, there is a problem and a diagnosis that they're helping you to have tools to fix in your life. That's a good point. And I think the word therapy almost has developed <laughs> such a negative connotation. Like you need mm-hmm. therapy. Mm-hmm. What's wrong with you? You know? And, um, well, even medical doctors though have different, like, um, and I'm going to say this wrong. I know an MD and mm-hmm. an OD. Is that what it is? Like one of them like gives you medicine for like they use medicine to, and the other one like, um, gives you more of a let's change your eating habits right like let's a change yes mm-hmm. a holistic approach and and like they're literally two different types yeah. of doctors mm-hmm. doing the same thing but one of them is going to try without medicine first not saying that medicine's bad at any point I'm right, just right. saying that you know the same thing with therapists though you say I need I need medicine and the therapist is like mm. no I just think you need like you said you need um you know your points you need your 10 things that coping you tools, coping yeah. tools you need those and you need to learn to work through those correctly mm-hmm. and I'm going to help you with that they shouldn't just be like oh you're fine go you know yeah um or whatever and but sometimes when you go to a doctor and they say well we you just need to get off all sugars you're like, mm-hmm. well, that doctor didn't help me at all. And then you go to another doctor and says, eat all the sugars you want and take these 10 pills a day. Right. <laughs> and you're like, Sugar oh, pill. they they fix me, you know. <laughs> and But the opposite. Some people are like, I'm not taking all these pills. Couldn't he tell me something else? I'll just right. give up all sugar. So it's a different way. Like, the, And that goes back to you saying, who's the best therapist for you? Yeah, you just have to find someone who's a good fit for you and knows kind of what your values are um, and what you're looking to to fix but also just know like we've all been to bad doctors you know what I mean that's not any different with a counselor is when you're going to see someone um, and they're not helping you out maybe it's time to see someone else you know what I mean and and sometimes it literally is just the personality right absolutely I'm not a good fit with this person because I don't Mm -hmm. like his bedside manner, you know, or whatever. And your first time seeing somebody, it should just be, um, like a date. Like you're just getting to know them, you know, you're just (laughs) putting it out there. These are the things that I'm wanting here. Um, and just seeing if your personalities jive a little bit and then you can move forward into something more, more long-term. Right. And the thing is just like any, a medical doctor, you're going to find somebody to recommend somebody, you know, you know, people. And Mm so, um, I'll I'll say this, and um, it's a very elementary principle, but um, it helps you get a good read where you are. So if we go back to that verse, Jesus said, I want you to love me with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Uh, One of the things I began to do for myself, and I've been doing this with people ever since then, is the same way if you have high blood pressure or something, Mm -hmm. they ask you to check your blood pressure three times a day. You know, check your blood sugar three times a day. Mm -hmm. And so one of the things that I started encouraging people to do, and this is a simple practice that anybody can do, is write down the words spiritually, emotionally, um, physically, and psychologically. Mm -hmm. And then at the beginning of the day, to just check your status, if you will, on each one of those Mm -hmm. from a scale of zero to ten, ten being the highest, zero the lowest, and then just write down where you are 
like in the morning when you get up, you know, when you're drinking your coffee before anything's happened, how do you feel? Then come back at lunch and check it again, and then come back in the evening and check it again. And what's amazing is as you watch those numbers slide back and forth on that piece of paper or notebook that you have, you know, all of a sudden one affects the other, Mm -hmm. you know. And I think the part that people do not realize that Annie was really drilling down on earlier is they are all interconnected. And so, you know, it you can feel great emotionally and psychologically, but if you're sick, mm-hmm. your whole life, you don't want to do anything. Right. And it's the same way. Like, physically, you can be great. Nothing wrong. But if you're sick psychologically and emotionally, then you don't want to do anything. Mm-hmm. You know, and so those are so interconnected. And the difference is, and I'm going to drill down a little further on an elementary illustration, and then uh, we can get to a higher level, but we'll put the cookie on the bottom shelf. You know, the vehicles that we drive, most people now, because some of them are a little bit different because we have electrical vehicles, but the old internal combustion engine, Mm -hmm. um, it had four capacities that hold fluid. And one is engine oil, one is engine water, the other one is transmission fluid, and and then the fuel. If the it, three of them identify with psychologically, emotionally, and physically, and if you, if three of them run empty, like if you run out of oil, your, your car's done. You know, like the engine went out in my truck, the junkyard's coming to get it next week because <laughs> it's just not worth fixing. It costs more to fix it than the truck is actually worth mm-hmm. you know it's just and just so different. three of them like when if when they go out and if you don't tend to it it's going to run out that in that vehicle and you're out of service and people just keep pushing through those three and um i just hope this episode will encourage people to identify emotionally and psychologically at the same degree that they would physically with the same sense of urgency mm-hmm. because if you don't go get your blood sugar fixed or your heart fixed or whatever it is, you're going to end up out of service one day. Yeah. And if you yeah. don't get those other two fixed, you're going to end up out of service one day. And then the last one is you can run the uh, fuel out of it and somebody can come bring you some, put it in there. It may take a little tinkering with, but it'll get up and keep going. You know, and that one to me is a spiritual tank. That's the only one that we can run dry and it can be replenished really easily. And so, um, anyway, I don't know. That's just kind of my thoughts on that. I know that's cookie mm-hmm. on the bottom shelf, but if you don't tend to it, it's going to lock up and you're going to be out of commission. Mm-hmm. But it's also important to know that unless you take care of those other three, it doesn't matter how much gas you put in it. You can, I mean, it's not, it's not going to help. Right. You know, you can put a literally a ton of gas in a car and if the transmission is locked up, you're still not gonna be able to drive it. Right. And you can um you can yes, God can make do miracles and but if you are physically ill, mentally ill or anguished yes, you can read the Bible, but sometimes you need to talk to the people and talk and yes, you should always like offer it to God and God can heal anything. Like at, you know, without any medicine or doctor or whatever, but please keep in mind that he has put these people in our lives, our lives. He has given us the doctors to 
use use i mean he yeah. gave the doctors the knowledge he has has given us the medicine and he's not saying oh well if you truly believe me you're never going to use any of these things you know right right and it's it's the you know analogy that we get all through grad school is just you know there's so much like brad was saying earlier stigma attached to therapy but the thing is like if you had cancer, there would not be a stigma about getting chemo. Right. You know what I mean? So what is the difference? And so much of your mental health has really nothing to do with your resiliency. You know, it really is your environment, your genetics. I mean, these aren't things that place blame on on individuals. Um, That's a good point. Or something that we can control at all. That's a good point. And kind of as we get ready to wrap up, that's some good. what are some good practical steps, you know, um, to me, we all need somebody who's our person that we can go to. Um, sometimes you need medicine because it's just a genetic, mm-hmm. there's something going on genetically with you and you just, you, you need medicine to help you emotionally and psychologically. Um, I tell people all the time, my, my depression and what I went through was situational. It was a situation based, like things mm-hmm. happened that caused that. And, um, you know, man, Jesus a good counselor and good medicine got me through it. So uh, don't let people shame you into thinking you're weaker. Mm -hmm. If you, if you seek that help, you know, the other thing is if you're seeking help, don't be embarrassed about it because you don't know who at the place you work that if you were honest and I'm not talking about spilling all your, your stuff, just honest about the steps you're walking through to find healing yeah that it couldn't help them as well it could trigger them and say wow if they're if that's working for them and they are going because people cover it up man Mm -hmm. this emotional and psychological stuff they cover it up and um they just keep masking it yeah and it's just not helpful for anyone when we're deceitful about the things that we need to help us function you know what i mean and i do think that's what it is i know we're trying to wrap up but also like i really do think that there's a level of deceit in that when you're being dishonest about things that you're going through um there there's a lot of deception in that and that goes back to honesty but in my wrapping up i would like to um I would like to shout out to Tammy because y'all have made her sound like she's she is a pick yourself up by your bootstraps person. She's not. No, she no, recognizes no. that if I mean yeah. she is a realist and says this mm-hmm. is, you know, real or whatever, but yeah. she also values that we are beyond my help in this. You need a therapist. <laughs> like yeah, no. she has literally said that in they need to see mm-hmm. a therapist. This yeah. person needs to see a therapist. You need to see a therapist. So yeah. Um, we laugh at Tammy and say she <laughs> she told you to that and she she's tells just, you that too. But she is, I mean, she's you the have good to marker for me. She's the good person I go to that just like you were saying earlier when I know like, oh, is this an, you know, therapy problem or is this an Annie problem? And she's very good at deciphering the difference. That's or right. right but that's I'm right. just, I'm just shouting out to, to my sister-in-law <laughs> here because y'all both kind of made her sound like a, no, like a, we don't mean no. to do that. She I mean, had me in therapy since, since seventh grade. She knew what she was doing. She, <laughs> she said, this is beyond it. me. But <laughs> I, I think it is important that you go to that, that when we're talking about your real person, yeah, that person understands that therapy is yeah. important and yes, does that absolutely. you can't have a person that's gonna you know be a, 
Um, no, no. I mean, Tammy's the person to help us get in with a therapist. I mean, that's, <laughs> I mean, but, but she's all, Annie just put it best. She, she helps you identify those markers and that's yeah. the type of person you need. You don't need the person who just says, man, you need to pray harder. You need to read the Bible more. You need to spend yeah. more time with God, you know, and, and, you know, it'll all be all right. Just, just read the Bible more. Well, mm-hmm. you know, well, I'm broken. You know, and it's like yeah, saying, I haven't been to work in five yeah. days. I've sat at home and read the Bible and done nothing. Yeah. I mean, you know, yeah. you've got to, you haven't yeah. I haven't left my house right in absolutely. a week or whatever. And then so yeah, you there need, needs need to, to be that person though that understands those where they say, you know what, you just need a little pep talk today, and no, you need to go see somebody. Yeah, yeah, and knows the difference between the two and is a proponent of each. You know, yeah. I think that's healthy to be a that's proponent. A, that's of a both. great word, you know, and so. um I shared this last week and it's like, you know, when I finally found professional help, I had to spend some time repenting and just saying, dear Lord, please forgive me of anybody I may have messed up, you know, and I shared this last on this last episode, you know, I have a three visit policy. If I can't help you in three visits, we're, we're sending you to a professional, you know. We're calling in the Calvary. We're calling in the Calvary. I guess I am Tammy, Tammy you know. We can't yeah, have three absolutely. little sessions. So, Bree, what do you think? You're over there quiet today. Bree hasn't said a word today. Well, y'all had such a good guest. What am I going to add to this? <laughs> what, what, Sign me up. Is there, honestly, what else do I need to add to this? I mean, such a good things. So I've been taking notes so I can make sure I don't miss any um, – opportunities to share resources with you know our listeners but uh it's a it's a good episode y'all so a couple (laughs) things just wrapping up for sure here um if you if this is resonated with you please share it with somebody you know that would this may encourage Mm -hmm. you know that's struggling if you know somebody's struggling just say i mean even if you even if you got to buy them dinner to listen to this episode or the previous one you know, trap them in the car and, and make the them listen. Thing, <laughs> when we see you guys in person, like y'all are always so encouraging about, oh, that was good or this. And if these two episodes has resonated with you or a friend or somebody like that, and mm-hmm. you would like for us to have more conversations along these lines in the future, please let us know. Send us a message. Don't wait till you see us. Uh, we're trying to be real. We're trying to have real talk about relevant issues. And so let us know what's resonating with you and working with you. And man, as you are out there fighting the good fight of faith, trying not to be depressed, trying to pull yourself up by the bootstraps, stay humble, seek help, find a friend and pray hard. Annie, it is great to have you today. Thanks Thank for you. What a treat. And you'll be back next week. Right. Yep. All right. Hosting next week. If you enjoyed Annie, share it to a friend. She'll be back. Annie will be here next week with you on Real Talk. Thank you.